Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. Casey, anyone that listens to our show knows we talk about and two nurses from National Nurses United. National Nurses United, or NNU, has more than 150,000 members and members from every state. It's the largest union and professional association of registered nurses in U.S. history. NNU was founded in 2009, unifying three of the most active, progressive organizations in the U.S. and the major voices of unionized nurses in the California Nurses Association, National Nurses Organizing Committee, United American Nurses, and Massachusetts Nurses Association. Combining the unparalleled record of accomplishments for nurses and patients embodied in the proud history of those nurses associations, which for some span more than 100 years, the establishment of NNU brought to life the dream of a powerful national movement of direct care RNs. At its founding convention in December 2009, NNU adopted a call for action premised on the principles intended to counter the national assault by the healthcare industry on patient care conditions and standards for nurses and to promote a unified vision of collective action for nurses. Here with us to talk about how that vision has materialized is RN and co-president of NNU, Deborah Berger. Deborah, welcome back to Nurse Talk. Always a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. Of course. So, Deborah, we just talked about the founding and vision of NNU back to 2009, but we'd like to fast forward to 2017 and talk a little bit about why the need for RNs to organize the progress and the challenges. Well, um, I'm sure you understand that we had an election in November that got somebody into office that is totally uh, pro-business. So our vision of having a national nurses union that could speak up for nurses nationally and protect our patients and protect our communities is needed now more than ever. And that's why we're really excited that we had that vision at the time to move forward as a collective to protect our communities. So for clarification, NNU is a union for RNs. What do you say to someone who might think nurses don't need to unionize? Well, there's managers and administrators that say that nurses don't need a union. But the reality is you do need a collective voice. One nurse speaking on her own might be able to change conditions in her place of employment for her. But in order to change not only the conditions of employment and the safety for the patients in the hospital, you need to have a concerted effort to do it statewide and nationally so that you don't have to go into work every single day and have a fight with your manager or administrator. So what unions do is allow nurses to have protection so that they can focus on caring for their patient on the day-to-day basis and have us out there speaking nationally for our patients and our community on an ongoing basis. The thing is, is that in many of the states that don't have access to unions because of right-to-work laws, nurses are actually blackballed in their hospitals and in their community if they have the audacity to speak up. So when you're looking at nurses that want to advocate for their patients, if they have a union, there are structures in place to protect them to speak up and advocate for their patients. 
If you don't have a union, you don't have those protections. And in fact, you can lose your job if you don't go along with what administrators say. Well, and a lot of people are confused or unclear about the process that nurses go through to bring a union to their hospital. So do you mind talking a little bit about what that process looks like? The process to bring a union in according to law says that all workers have the ability to form a union and they get to make that choice by signing a card and saying that there's a democratic election with a secret ballot. However, what happens in practice is workers, including nurses, are threatened. They have many, many one-on-one meetings, quote, explaining their rights and intimidating workers and nurses, and it is far from being a fair process, and it is only going to get worse because President Trump has said he does not support workers having unions. Right. So nurses are intimidated and threatened on a daily basis when they are exercising their rights to form a union. So when a nurse or a group of nurses contacts NNU to organize, what do you find are some of the main reasons that they cite for wanting to do this? Well, interestingly enough, it's almost never about their salary which a lot of people think, oh, that's why unions exist, right? They think, oh, it's because they want to get better benefits and better salary, better compensation. In actuality, why they come to us is that they feel patient care has deteriorated, that they have no say and are not respected in their workplace. They believe that they're being intimidated to go along with policies that they feel are harming their patients or outright denying them care. They feel that the administrators are belittling their concerns. So there's a number of things, but it is almost always never about money. I always find it interesting how if a CEO or a business finds a way to make more money, that's considered shrewd in the American, that's what we're for. But right. if the nurses or a union wants to get better benefits, then that's being selfish. It's, exactly. Just, just exactly. It's always that double-edged sword. It's interesting that that's a way for the female profession to actually subsidize health care. It comes out of their pocketbook. When you're not compensating a nurse or other health care worker for the work and education and training that they are and responsibility that they're required to do on their job. Somehow a lawyer gets paid for the work he does and is acknowledged for his expertise and experience, yet nurses in that same venue are told that there isn't enough money, they need to suck it up. In how many states does NNU have a presence? And can you talk also about the Global Nurses United? Yes, we have members in almost 48, 49 states. Some of them are represented through our union presence. Some of them are associate members that appreciate our agenda and what we're trying to do with getting ratios nationally. They also appreciate the political work we're doing. And then as far as Global Nurses United, we came together because we felt that there was a lack of dealing with bedside nurses issues from most professional organizations that nurses might belong to. 
And even though there's the American Nurses Association and the International Council of Nursing, they focus more on research than they do actually dealing with direct care RNs, day-to-day issues. Moving on a little bit to more of the political side of things, why are the Republicans so anti-union and what measures are they taking to destroy organized labor? Well, if you look at the Republicans' philosophy, it is very pro-business, very anti-regulation, and it does not support any structure or body that actually makes them follow rules and holds their feet to the fire when it comes to speaking with one voice to protect workers. They've already decreased the regulations on occupational health and safety, right? They've decreased the environmental protections. They don't want anything that, quote, interferes with business, and they see unions as interfering with their rights to have free reign in the workplace. And so they have jockeyed around the calendar for the Supreme Court where we will be under threat almost immediately, one, by the Janus case, which says that public employees don't have to belong to a union and can essentially get all of the service and protections from the union but not have to pay anything for it, which will undermine the solidarity of the union. And then the second is a case that was settled called Kentucky River where nurses were ruled to be supervisors in some cases. And because of lack of clarity on the laws, there are cases in the Supreme Court that could say that all nurses are supervisors and therefore unable to join a union, which will be devastating for our ability to advocate for our patients. I know that here in California, we passed laws that said only registered nurses that were licensed in California could give advice to patients. And once those protections are gone, then we could have people that aren't educated and trained to do advice nursing give advice and, as a result, have patient deaths. The other thing was the drive-by deliveries where women were giving birth and then within eight hours being sent home, and we lobbied to get the ability of a woman to stay in the hospital for 48 hours after delivery so she had time to recover from the delivery and learn how to care and feed her baby. And in California, we have the first nurse-to-patient ratios, which have been well documented as saving lives and saving money. Um, But that would be another protection that would probably go out the window if we don't have unions that will protect those laws and make sure they remain in place. Deborah, switching gears a little bit here, what would you say to someone who says that nurses should just take care of patients and stop being activists? Well, that would be like telling a nurse to stop breathing. (laughs) Well, and it's also Uh, like telling, you know, what we do is patient care. And to me, this is patient care. This is advocating for your patients. The thing is, is that I've had reporters often asking why nurses care for a healthy economy, why we care for clean air, why we care for safe drinking water. 
we see the effects of not having these important issues dealt with in the hospital every single day. And we know that just because we're nurses and take care of patients in our hospital beds, that doesn't stop us from reaching out into the community and making our communities a better place to live and work. So very important. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us, Deborah? Actually, I would like people to make sure that they check out either nationalnursesunited.org or healthycalifornia.org so that they can get up-to-date information on how they can help get the word out there. There's a lot of materials that people can print out, resources in a number of languages so that everybody can feel like they're part of this fight. Very important. Great. So we'll have those up on the website as well. We've been talking with RN and co-president of National Nurses United, Deborah Berger. To find out more about NNU, visit nnu.org.